over the past couple of months and even up to through and including today, I have found myself experiencing and dealing with some rather strong feelings or emotions uh, that feel like if I were to, I realize it's not always easy to name feelings and emotions, but what I would describe this as feeling fear of change, fear of the unknown, a lot of resistance to what I'm feeling, and not only to what I'm feeling, but to what I'm thinking about what I'm feeling, and some anger and frustration uh, as a result of one particular situation in my life. And the situation itself is really just the story. What has happened and is happening is not really what I want to focus on, and I usually don't, I hope, because really what I want to focus on is even more importantly than what's actually happening in the story of it, but it is how I cope or in some cases don't cope very effectively with these particular feelings and emotions and with these thoughts. And I, if there's one thing I can say and the only thing that I can take responsibility for, I can't take necessarily any responsibility or affect any change in the feelings that, that run through me, that emotional energy that goes through me in response to what's happening in my life uh, externally as well as internally. Because being a human being, these things are going to happen. The thoughts that uh, are generated or related to those feelings and emotions, I also, and I can only say this for me, that I have never found a way, although it would be wonderful if I could, to find a way to stop these thoughts from coming up and occurring. They just simply keep coming. And the only thing that I've ever been able to do where I've been able to affect any positive change at all, and it has really been about increasing an ability to cope, has been in the, the, what the practice has ultimately been about in, in terms of mindfulness is paying attention to the thoughts that occur in the internal reactions, but also in addition to that, it has also been about having the opportunity to choose to not react certain ways based on what I'm feeling and thinking. And kind of the, the mantra that I have sometimes used is that I don't have to get really caught up or give a lot of time and energy to and get wrapped up in what I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. That is really the only place that I've ever really been able to affect any, any positive change. Uh, I, and what I would say there is that is really when we speak of mindfulness as a practice uh, or when people speak of that, of course, it is uh, certainly about practicing witnessing our thoughts, witnessing our internal reactions to what's happening in, you know, within us and around us. And it is just a matter of noting those thoughts without trying to change them, without judging ourselves for having them. Uh, just simply letting them flow uh, rather than trying to stop them or distract ourselves from them. Just simply creating the, or when I shouldn't say creating, but allowing the creation of more space for these thoughts to come through. And whatever it is that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling is only something that I really 
have an interest in paying attention to, to noticing it, to witnessing it. And by doing that, it allows me to really expand my own consciousness and it allows me to also engage in the practice uh, not only of paying attention to my thoughts, but of the practice of choosing whether I'm going to really deeply identify with who I'm trying to tell myself I am. And in a lot of cases, when I'm feeling these kinds of feelings, fear and resistance, self-judgment, whatever the case may be, judging of others, there's a lot of, I, I can't necessarily cre- you know create just in my mind right now a list of these various uh, emotions and thoughts that come along with them. But essentially... I, what, I can't, what I can't do is stop that from un, unfolding. What I can do is to simply practice noticing that I'm beginning to give time and energy to these thoughts and to these internal reactions such as resistance and be with that and not try to change it, not try to change myself or self-improve myself out of this but to simply allow these things that are happening as a result of me being a human being to happen. And all I can really do is to give myself a little more headspace and a little more room to be able to cope more effectively. And what I found is that I used to try, before I started practicing mindfulness, that somehow I thought that I could just will myself into coping more effectively. I could somehow practice and strengthen something that would allow me to cope more effectively. It never really worked because I was never able to find anything that could really help me to cope. The only thing that ever has helped has been this practice. And what's beautiful about it is that I'm not specifically trying to cope more because I, I, I went on that trip, that head trip for a while, and that doesn't really do it. But when I am paying attention to what is occurring and not fighting it, uh, not trying to chase it away, not trying to run away from it, but simply feel these feelings, to think these thoughts without believing them just because I'm the one having them. And to be able to just make the, allow the room to be made for feeling these feelings and for identif- if, if I'm identifying as the victim, if I'm identifying as the person who's been treated unfairly, and there's been a lot of that over the past couple of months. And it actually puts a smile on my face to realize, even though I have been praying, and it's one of the things that I love about being human, even though I have practiced mindfulness and what I refer to as mindful coping or being mindful on my feet out in the middle of life while it's all happening, I don't always have time to sit cross-legged and be still and pay attention to my mind. I obviously want to be out in the world discharging my responsibilities and being accountable to those that I'm of service to. So I still have the ability to be mindful and it took me a while to recognize that. I had to start out doing this when I was still and quiet and away from any distractions. And over time, I just happened to notice that it began to be easier to be here and choose to be present even in the middle of life while it's all happening. Everything feels like it's happening all at the same time. 
but the coping, the if there has been any increase in coping, and I and I can't say for sure. It certainly it certainly seems that way to me. But any increase in coping has not come from me trying to will that into existence. It has only come from practicing being here, being present with these thoughts that I absolutely don't like, sometimes possibly hate them, uh, am completely miserable having the feelings and the thoughts that come from them, getting really wrapped up in my own story and my own narrative about how I'm, and, and this is just an example of many different uh, opinions that I can have about, quote-unquote, what is happening to me. I'm not saying that it is, I'm not denying that it's, that it's uh, happening to me. It's happening. Whatever is happening is happening. It's just that this practice has allowed me to recognize that it, it is not nearly as personal as I sometimes want to believe that it is. If I'm really busy wrapped up being the person who's, who's feeling like a victim, and thinks that I'm a victim. And I, and, I, and I do want to say, too, that there are many times in life where, yes, genuinely we are victims of hurtful behavior. And I'm, and I'm not speaking about that so much here. What I'm speaking of is just being involved with other people, being in relationships with other people, working with other people. And that's where this particular uh, uh, struggle has, has come up. In my life, the part of my life where I'm working with others and co- trying to cooperate with others and uh, do my part, so to speak. And I can't control all of that, no matter what I do. And I had a long period of time where I felt some sense of control over that. And a lot of, if there was control, and if I was really wrapped up in being the person in control, it suddenly has shifted and it had, there hasn't been so much of a struggle with uh, no longer having the control over things that I once did. But it has really been about the feelings, the, the fear that that has generated, my resistance to being put in a position that I don't want to be put in. And see, these are all just thoughts. These are all just notions. These are all things that these thoughts cement and, and basically uh, uh, coalesce into these thoughts, coalesce into these beliefs. And before long, uh, if I believe this is what is happening to me, and I, if I have all these uh, beliefs about you know, why I think this happened, what I think people are up to, what I think people are trying to do to me, I just can simply return back here to the present moment and just recognize that just because I think people are doing things to me, just because I think that people see me in a certain way, or if I don't think they value me in a certain way and don't appreciate me, there's just this, 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 sometimes these feelings and emotions and the thoughts that come from them can, can be, can be so unbelievably overwhelming. There's so many layers to this, and it, it amazes me how sometimes one particular situation in my life can bring up so many different feelings, so many different emotions all at the same time. And then there's this storm of thoughts around them, and I may be thinking several different things at the same time while feeling several different things at the same time. And I can't change that. I can't turn that. Well, I could try to run away from it. I could try to run and hide. I could try to distract myself. 
from these things, and I could just try not to think about it. I could deny that it's happening, but really, none of those things ever worked for me, and it took me a long time to recognize that and to be able to open up to and embrace what has worked. And it is not always easy. It sometimes is incredibly painful is to simply be here with how I feel, to be here with how I think, to allow room and allow space to be created for it, and to not try to rush myself through this process. And I will say that the more that I have practiced that and being open to it, the more that it happens. Now, I also do want to mention that clearly over the past couple of months, I've spent a lot of time really wrapped up in these thoughts, really wrapped up in this resistance, really wrapped up in this anger and frustration. And just, I will basically go off somewhere else in my head. I am just completely wrapped up in thoughts about it only to find myself at some point just automatically remember to come back here to the present moment. Not because I remember it, but it's just something that's kind of a, it's it's something that gets created the more I practice returning back here. I may not necessarily have the presence of mind to, you know, just remind myself, hey, let's come back to the present moment. Let's come back here to where we, I can recognize that these are just thoughts and I'm getting really wrapped up in them and I'm giving a lot of time and energy to them. Sometimes it's just not as simple as that. But the more that I practice anything, what I find is I'm more likely to, the outcome of that is that I somehow, without thinking about it, without trying to force myself to do it, I just naturally return back here at some point because it's a place that is familiar. The present moment, the more time I spend paying attention to what's happening in the present moment, the more familiar I become with it. And the more that my body and my brain get attuned to being in the present moment, that my body and brain will both, you know, will both remember, my nervous system will, will simply And I use the word remember kind of loosely because I think that's really an oversimplification. There's a lot of things happening, neurally speaking, that I have no idea. I don't understand it and I don't need to understand it. The only thing I can speak of and the only thing I can speak about here is that the more I've practiced opening myself up to the present moment and no matter how it feels, no matter what the thoughts are, no matter how sometimes how horribly painful it can be and how sometimes it can bring up so many different emotions and those emotions bring about more thoughts that I can actually build credibility with myself that even when it is very difficult I can come back here because I've practiced coming back here I could I've been more familiar with being in this place where everything is just you know it's to a point where I can't really even make any sense of it and sometimes I can't make any sense of it. Sometimes there's, and I realize there's nothing for me to figure out. That is only a thought as well. That's only a belief that somehow if I can just figure out why I'm feeling all these things, why I'm thinking all these thoughts, that somehow it will become easier for me. I will quote unquote solve this situation. And there are times where I realize as a human being, I can solve this, you know, solve a problem or solve some kind of difficulty, or, you know, answer some kind of question. Sometimes I can't. 
And I have essentially let go of the need to solve problems so much. I realize there are sometimes problems that need to be solved logically and logistically, but in the realm of emotions, in the realm of my thoughts and responses to those emotions, it's not always necessarily been about focusing on solving a problem. It has really been about allowing myself to naturally cope even when it feels very difficult to do so. And for me, there has been no way to force that. There's been no way to engineer that. All I have done is has continued to practice coming back here to the present moment, however it feels, and trusting that somehow I can cope with that. And what I find usually is that if I allow myself to be back here where it's all happening, whatever's going on in my body and in my brain will eventually run its course. And at some point, the clarity that I welcome and appreciate is there. And it's there all along. It's just that I'm off somewhere else in my mind, uh, disconnected from my body, not really feeling what's really going on. I just am so busy with my take on the situation, with my perspective that I am just holding on to with everything I have and believing that that perspective, that my take on the situation is really about what's most important. It's wonderful to have a perspective. I just find that the cost of that sometimes is tremendous. And I find that this, you know, it's, it's, it's actually been more uh, conducive to coping for me by really paying attention to what I've already already spoken to here, by actually just coming back to the present moment and experiencing whatever there is to experience it. And with some sense of curiosity, with a sense of openness, I know that may sound utterly ridiculous. It may sound really counterintuitive to imagine or ask oneself, how can I welcome what I don't really welcome? How can I be open to what I absolute, what absolutely makes me miserable? What I'm fighting so much? How can I possibly welcome this and be open to it? The only thing that I can say in response to that question, because I've asked that question many, many times when I've been in the midst of turmoil, has been that if I simply am open to it without, and, it, it, and it's about, it's not been about trying to open myself to it because I want to solve the problem. It's just simply about letting whatever these feelings and these thoughts run through me and go where they're going to go and do what they're going to do. It's just that I don't have to necessarily, it's kind of like a runaway train that I can jump on it because it's easier to jump on it than it is to trudge through breathing in and out and going through living one moment at a time. But that runaway train is not going to take me to a place of being able to cope more effectively. And that's, that's actually the best euphemism I can offer is that when I am really caught up in these feelings and these thoughts and all of my reactions to it, that is really like a runaway train. And where I want to be is not where that train is headed. Uh, I don't know that it would lead to any, any increased ability for me to cope. And I, for many years, I believed that it did. And what I found is ultimately that trying to engineer the process of coping, there's no, I, I have no idea how to do that. 
all I really, if I've learned how to do anything at all, and I am by no means always capable of doing this in, in, in every, each and every moment, because I, I can offer up the last couple of months as an example. I have not always been willing to be present. I have not always wanted to be open to what I'm feeling and to just recognize that I'm having thoughts in response to that. But at the end of the day, that is the only, that's the only way for me to be able to cope more effectively and to allow myself to be human and recognize that sometimes I'm going to lose my way. Sometimes I am going to get caught up in these things. And sometimes I'm going to get lost and I'm not going to be here in the present moment. But it's just about returning back here over and over and over again. For, for this human being, this has been really the only way if there's been any increased ability to cope, it's been the only way. And it's available to anyone who wants to engage in this practice.